This whole situation, it's horrible. The country's disintegrating. What's happened to America? What's happened to the American dream? It came true. You're looking at it. Peter P. Hey, it is All Along the Watchmen podcast back with um, the only news on the internet <laughs> <laughs> about the PDPDS. Before we even start this off, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Dustin Ingram, the real Agent the PD. The real PDPDS. You know what I mean? He gave us a good shout out. Uh, not even a shout out. He liked the tweet. Which, I mean, shit, even something that so small seems like so much. Yeah. Because we spend time talking about this. It's the first, it's the first thing for us. Yeah. Yeah, legit. Uh, so shout out Dustin Ingram. Agent PD, we are back with the PDpedia file 5 after episode 5. Whee! Oh, yeah. Um, PD has dropped three documents for us. Uh, just to start it off, I am Litho Freeman. And I'm Anthony Trevelante. And you're tuning in to... Six hours after we recorded the first podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is currently about 12.30 at night. Uh, this episode is being brought to you by Yingling and Sancho and the Domingos. Yeah. Uh, the jam band that my uh, my partner over here is in. Great drummer. Uh, just had a hell of a show. Just a hell of a gig. You guys did a solid, like, 15, right? Something like that, yeah. It was yeah. a jam yeah, it was nice. We left, and we came back, and now we're back. And now we're back. And it's time for PDPDA. All right. So in traditional, a. We're in traditional fashion, I'm going down up as far as how they're listed. So we're going to start off with the Extra Dimensional Anxiety and You pamphlet. Um, it was... I like how there's a cat on the cover. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like cats are very anxious after living with a cat for a few months. Yeah. They're very anxious creatures. Never lived with a cat myself. Even if it trusts you, like, you walk the wrong way, it's scared. It, like, jumps back. It's like, dude, what you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, this is where the betrayal happens. <laughs> I know it. Um, so this pamphlet, it's a uh, pamphlet that looks like it will be found at the support groups. I don't know if it's exactly the same one that Looking Glass was it's handing similar. out. I can't remember if the cat was on the cover. I yeah, I don't remember the cat. The cover. Yeah. But this one is dated in 2009, so this is about... You know, uh, oh, yeah. I guess ten years, ten years earlier. Um, but PD is giving it to us in the files, um, and I'm gonna hit the hot points. So on the cover, we have a cat looking out the window, very anxious cat, very uh, sympathetic looking image. Inside, there are three parts to it. Um, one part uh, being, you know, what is extra dimensional anxiety, and it goes into explain that EDA. Um, which I might have, I don't know if I said that right in the episode, we just did an episode, that podcast, um, I think I referred to it as EDE, uh, or maybe not, but EDA is a term, um, for two types of stress related to the, uh, squid attacks that happened on November 2nd, 1985, uh, the first is a general fear of, uh, dimensional incursion or exothuian phobia. Which I know I said wrong, but I don't know science. Um, and the second type of stress is basically a PTSD uh, related to the close encounter. Uh, I imagine in my head, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, Looking Glass has like a severe case of PTSD. PTSD. And then it goes into uh, the common symptoms of EDA. Number one being uh, flashback 
and obsessive rumination. Uh, night terrors, confusion. Number two being uh, hyper avoidance or hyper vigilance, which is something that we touched on in um, the episode five podcast of like people trying to be hyper vigilant by buying, you know, so many. I guess I think we brought up uh, the doorbell cameras mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, like all that relating to the hyper vigilance people who own tons of guns and stuff like that. Um, that's that's what I imagine when I read it. Um, and it also goes into describe that um, that can you know be f- falling into the categories of keeping yourself distance from people um, or overspending on prevention technology uh, that we see Looking Glass do in the episode. Um, number three of the common symptoms are uh, negative changes in identity and relationship or worldview, um, showing no emotion. You know, um, they they mention the difficultness of accepting um, religion or government because everything is so haywire and people's uh, kind of in heads right now, or at least after that. Um, and number four being paranoia, thrill-seeking, suicidal thoughts. Um, I think all of that is self-explanatory. Uh, second part of the pamphlet, they go into common misconceptions. Um, number one being that the EDA isn't real. Uh, people who deny PTSD. It says how uh, the conspiracies lead to a stigma, stigmatization, stigmatization of people suffering from EDA, um, which I have to say, they they did a good job kind of tying that in because that falls into uh, people that I know from the military. There's a good amount of the military um, that are like the older older sergeants well they like to say things that like you know ptsd isn't real you know and they're just like it's like that manly man yeah they're being so manly you know that classic manly man don't go to the hospital for nothing don't tell a doctor nothing you know um but i have to say at least in real world the army's doing a, a decent job at trying to recognize things like that but this goes in to say how that's like very prevalent in this society even you know, with people who have experienced this attack that happened that killed uh, half a million people or whatever it was. Um, How far was the blast on this attack? They were going to that. I can't. I want to say there's, I want to say maybe 100 miles just to throw yeah, out I guess New York has a lot of people in it, so. Yeah. Um, and it hit the dead of New York, so all the all the um, boroughs and even out to, you know, New mm. Jersey and stuff. Um, yeah. Where they say that EDA, uh, a common common misperception number two, is that EDA isn't common, uh, but it goes in to say that the Vite Industries has done EDA studies uh, that estimate over 50 million people suffer from EDA. Um, And then it mentions that Russia and China receive a more frequent squid fall. uh, Because somewhere in the pamphlet they bring up how uh, the squid showers happen 25.4 times a year in the U.S. Uh, but then in the next session, it says that Russia and China receive more. And I I wonder if that's, like, planned. I wonder if it's true. Yeah. They don't really talk about, like, that's, in, that's in, like, a whole interesting other thought about this, I guess, could be the whole, like, world of the Watchmen. You know, they've never really gone to the world of the Watchmen. It's the United States. It's like, what's happened here? I mean, you have, like, Russia. It's kind of the conflict and stuff. But it's, right. like, interesting that if 
did this did Adrian Veidt's play infect a world view potentially hmm. this is really far out shit but he could have like maybe like what if he sent all that video to everyone that dude that's what I was thinking too like is Redford the only person who was supposed to see I mean cause I mean damn Kane was a senator and he's seen it I think Redford's a pawn like they haven't really like talked about it too much but he doesn't seem like powerful like I don't know. They haven't really, like... Well, no, the way they set it up with Adrian recording a video seven years earlier and then, you know, basically predicting the future doesn't seem like he had much influence in his own race, you know, towards I'm interested to see when this plays out more of, like, what was Redford's intentions and what was Adrian's? You know, did yeah. he did he collaborate with Adrian on the sense of let's get some redfordations through, let's get some things through like that, or did he collaborate with Adrian for more of like bullshit selfish reasons? I imagine it had to be something like that. The later, yeah, uh, because Adrian is he's already a philanthropist at that at this point. So for him to want a certain person to be a president. Um, yeah, I, I, I truly believe he has to tie into something deeper that Adrian wanted. Um, but it, it hasn't been described in, um, you know, in the show yet. Definitely not in the comics. Uh, even, ugh, dude, I can't stop thinking about that video. Because essentially he made that video the day before the squid attack. And it's like, that doesn't happen in the comics. Either way, I don't know. I'm, I'm bitching. Did the squid attack happen in the comics? Yeah, totally. I think we talked about this, but I'm a little yeah. forgetful right now. Um, all right, so yeah, that was the last part of common misperceptions, I suppose. Um, oh no, it goes into EDA uh, isn't as serious as it used to be, and again, these are just like kind of misconceptions. That's uh, self-explanatory. Uh, on the back of the pamphlet, it goes into uh, counseling and therapy sessions that you can do to combat EDA Uh, number one being cognitive processing therapy uh, which teaches people how to identify EDA related thoughts number two is prolonged group and exposure therapy um, which is essentially group therapy probably what we see in the episode totally Uh, number three being uh, stress inclination training uh, teaches skills to manage uh, those EDA thoughts Number four, I thought, was the most uh, interesting. It's eye movement uh, desensitization and reprocessing, um, which is basically the pod using the rapid eye movement. So you think he took that? You think he took that from here? Possibly. That might be his own kind of invention. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like anybody else would be able to use the pod except for looking glass. Damn, that's a good thought. Yeah. Um... So that's number four, and number five pet. being pet therapy. Um, and again, this is written as a support group pamphlet, um, just to give. I guess that was reliefs, you know, for us the audience to uh, get a bit more uh, brevity under the support groups. So moving yeah, into document int- number two. Interesting what? that it's a two thousand eight Vite industry. The Viter. Hmm. It says Vite. Damn. Vite and everything. 
no one saw this, and I don't know why I'm saying it right now, but we're on camera, or we're not on camera on audio, sorry, but, like, <laughs> when I search Adrian Veidt on Google, it spelled it the way I put it in the episode. Really? Originally. I Googled it specifically, huh. and it was so frustrating to me that it was wrong, because wow. I Googled it, and it spelled it that way. So, fuck Google. Yeah, they're not doing the uh, the proper ad word uh, purchase. Yeah, I wonder if Pedopedia <laughs> is still an ad word. Probably is. Um... So no, the second document of this PDPDF file five. So the second piece. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I like the transparency we have on this podcast. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about it. We're transparent guys. For sure. We recorded this whole segment. It got deleted. Yeah. Got deleted. <laughs> and I've been having Mac issues and we've been having other issues. Oh, man. So nostalgia. We just did an amazing shout out to like some wing companies. I can't to even give us some red. <laughs> oh, we had such Dude, good we stuff. We had such. Oh, that was like, gold. Uh, I, I've always shared this with you guys because I'm literally flabbergasted about where I could begin discussing. Like the good thing is you didn't miss the third document, so we <laughs> yeah. could like roll out of this into the third document and save ourselves. But the bottom line is, any chicken wing companies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Any one of our that big calls. Suck. We like made a lot of. I yeah. don't even know. Like I thought we said some shit. Yeah, we had some good thoughts, man. Damn. I apologize. I think there's yeah. people who listen to this show hoping for more. I think we like certain <laughs> people down. I hope because like listen, I, not, I know that like, either. But like, also yeah, I hope. like because they want more. I hope so. Yeah. All right. We'll so continue to give. Let's it to try them. to. All right. So. <laughs> the nostalgia. The nostalgia. Hold on. Right. Let me put my mic back down. You're gonna hear some clicking. Document number two of PDPedia <clears throat> file five. I'm going to run through this. I was, I'm not even bringing up the sheet to read stuff off of this time. Maybe um, I can do it small. Hold on. So, Nostalgia, it's written as a medicine ad, one that you might find in the doctor's office. Um, All right. Very kind of corny. This sucked. I, yeah. I'm kind of coming back. Quick, quick <laughs> recap. This sucked. <laughs> it didn't suck. We were talking about prior in the lost tapes. That will never be heard. This was just like, it took me out of the universe. Totally. Um, it kind of just was, it was just too, like we discussed the nostalgia in the episodes was a little more like mystical of like what it was, how totally. it was bottled, the the way of the look of it. And then this was just like too much of a like, it was basically like. Handing everything um, out on the platter. Now that we're here at the second take, I was going to, I've been trying to say the fucking Viagra. I've been trying to say the dick pill huh. fucking thing <laughs> both times, and I couldn't remember. It. And last time we rolled into something different, but Viagra. it was like a it's like a Viagra commercial or something, and it's totally. like that's too common for it to be like, um, just a thing. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's like it's it was just, so it's, heady it's, for it's the way, universe. It's super heady. Super yeah, heady. Uh, we were saying that we would rather had gotten a document like. The one that the doctor has to sign, like your prescription document, you know, that kind of goes into like, I don't know, prescribed for blah, 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 because he has this, 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 or she has, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, this was just kind of handing out everything on a platter. Um, Even like a proof of concept or something where it was like like a proof of concept, but what adrian was trying to create at the time like a pitch or something where it was like a little like of a looser document that was like i'm trying to cap 
I'm going to capture people's memories and okay. these pill, you know, like something yeah, like yeah. a little more like foreshadowing or in, in the more playful, like experimental realm instead of like, like this thing sucks. <laughs> I didn't want, I can't look at it because we could lose, we could lose you guys. Um, Newsflash, we're reporting on the moon where Adrian bite. <laughs> so our reception's a little, it's a little weird. A little weird. Yeah. Um, so, at the top of this ad, uh, the whole, the gag is, um, let your best yesterday lead to a better tomorrow, and it's described as a revolutionary, all-natural, personally customized medicine for people suffering with anxiety, dementia, and psychic trauma. Um, it turns your memories into digestible tabs, and you experience them in the most lucid way possible. Uh, it is produced through a scan at True Industries, uh, which took over the Vite Enterprises um, in 2007, I believe it said in one of the PDPDs. Somewhere the around document there. for the people who are the FDA, EDA. Yeah. Um, that one's 2018 Vite. Okay. Yeah. Um, so totally like, you know, same cahoot, same industry, different name. Um, and it same goes in. Same cahoot, same industry, different name. That's like a t-shirt. <laughs> totally. <laughs> same cahoot. Where my cahoots at? Where my cahoots? Shout out to all the cahoots out there. <laughs> you guys are our cahoots. Uh, Could that be our fan group? The yeah. Cahoots. Hashtag the cahoots. I like it. 5% off nothing we sell for <laughs> being a cahoot. Yeah. Fair. If you see us on the streets, just scream cahoot and... We'll give you we'll 5% shop. off everything we don't have. But and then we when got, we do get it, you get 2% off. But, mm-hmm. like, if you were buying a cigarette off of you for a dollar, it'd be a 95-cent cigarette. Hey. So, like, there's things that this could play out of. You can't beat a 95-cent cigarette, you know, in today's economy. I think we'd give 10 cents off a cigarette in reality, <laughs> just to be fair. But, like, 90 cents a cigarette. <laughs> but I don't want to say 10% because I have, like... I don't know. This is irrelevant. <laughs> um, Shout to the cahoots. The cahoots. In the smaller print uh, of this uh, terrible medicine ad about nostalgia, it goes into how each tablet contains one to five memories, uh, red, white, and blue, all those signifying the intensity of such tablet. Uh, the important info is to watch Do you think there's a reason it's red, white, and blue? I think it's just like that kind of basic color association that Americans have. Yeah. Like, I find it really funny that in other countries, the stop sign isn't red, but in our culture, like, red means stop. Is it, it's like a weird thing I saw second time around. It's like, is it a, uh, like the nostalgia of America, like, divided in three colors of pills? Whoa. <laughs> Is that too deep? I didn't even think about that. It might that. be too deep, but like, do you want your red, do you want your white, or do you want your blue? Ooh. How American you want to be. Yeah, yeah. I got five, I got five reds, I got two blues, I got two Civil War blues, five Revolutionary War reds. What do you really want? And two rich white guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have the memories of two rich white guys. Blue Civil War, red Revolutionary, and two white guys. How much you need them for? <laughs> Um, that might be heady indeed, but <laughs> it's super heady. It's I, I think we hit this in the first part, but just in case, it's like one o two a.m. Eastern Coast time. Yeah, 
it's pretty late here. Uh, here in good old Cleveland, uh, we're trying to give you all these PDPedia files because we're the only podcast that's keeping up with them, and we're going to continue to do so. You did. We're officially not endorsed, but slightly endorsed by the real PD too. Hey, the real PD liked one of our. At tweets. least gave us a like. Yeah. So, so hey, man, PD's watching. Hey, you should be watching too, or listening. I don't know what you're watching. Nothing, I like to play no uh, blink blink movies in the background, or I play the game when I listen to podcasts. I'm usually on the on the Xbox. When we create a podcast, there's often movies in the background that make no sense, like. <laughs> Clockwork Orange, <laughs> playing at one a.m. Uh, but we're film guys. We're film snobs. What do you expect us to be watching? Uh, all right. <laughs> so uh, after the important info, it goes on to say that you should not take nostalgia if you are pregnant, breastfeeding, under eighteen, have liver or kidney problems, drinking alcohol, smoking tobacco, alone, driving, operating machinery. Near an open window, <laughs> uh, at a pool or a beach, um, or having sex, which is an odd bit of choice uh, for all those things. But I guess people, you know, live a pretty active lifestyle. <laughs> I think it's weird that all those are in the same sentence. In the last time, totally, I talked about this, but I can't remember what I said because it was about ten minutes ago. It was about like fifteen minutes ago our time. But not that long ago, your time. <laughs> the, the the magic of cutting. If you were to rewind twelve minutes, you would be there. <laughs> we would be there in about thirty. Totally. <laughs> so we'll wrap it up on that. Um. All right. So we got this memo. The one from Agent PD himself, uh, giving it to you know the anti vigilante task force. Uh, another memo about the American Hero Story Show, which he hates. So he starts it off by saying that uh, some people in the FBI have been called, have been saying he has a bug up of his a bug up his ass, bug up his ass, bug up my ass, man. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bold accusation to make. Yeah. Someone would have to not know that a bug was up their ass to be accused there was a bug up their ass. Is there an ant or a beetle small enough to be up your ass that you wouldn't notice? Yes. <laughs> I think there's a severe possibility of us all pooping out a worm one day and just being like, shit, how'd that get in there? How did that happen? Yeah. And then talking about it. I mean, hell, we've lived on the road. It might have happened already. Yeah, there could be a few worms. <laughs> I may have been the home of certain beings, <laughs> life forms. Like worms. Elements. <laughs> Earthworms, person worms. Play games are at your own risk. <laughs> um, <laughs> Agent Petey goes on to say he's a historian. Uh, and he's writing this document because he received a rough cup, rough cut, rough cut. Excuse me, uh, of the episode um, of American Hero Story. Uh, he says that this episode is extremely insensitive to an Agent Blake because it goes into how the comedian uh, sexually assaulted her mother. Um, he goes on to also uh, say that it has significant dates uh, that are not right. <laughs> and again, he's a historian, so that's what matters to him. Um, he says that they are getting this story from three different documents. The Under the Hood Memoir by Hollis Mason, the original Night Owl. 
um, a interview given by Sally Jupiter herself for Pro Magazine. I forget the year. And a one-woman drag show by June Jupiter that happens every last Thursday at a popular D.C. bar. Uh, he recommends that show. Apparently, P.D. digs it. I didn't know he gets out like that. Uh, <laughs> it goes on to say how in that play, uh, the real Sally Jupiter will say that hooded justice uh, refused to press charges against the comedian because that would mean he would have to testify and then expose his real name, which goes, you know, into Hooded Justice and not ever wanting to expose himself to anything. She actually makes a joke about how she ne- she never seen any part of him. Uh, wink, wink, talking about the man's penis. Um, a lot of penis in the show. A lot of penis. A lot of penis jokes. A lot of penis visions, a lot of talks. <laughs> not yeah. hating, but just saying. There's a lot of, no. there's a lot of penis in the hey, show. Man. It's fair. Uh, Is there more penis in the show than the first season of game of thrones i don't want to say that for sure but i think maybe because i think the penis in game of thrones was slightly over exaggerated yeah i think that was culture shock penis which were beyond that by about five years maybe i think i think at least the ratio is strongly on uh watchmen there's been no there's been no female in this show yeah of any sort not one pair of boobs we've seen Excluding fake cocks, one cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, I was, I was like ready to be like, ooh, like three cocks. No, there has to be. Wait a second. Why do we bring this all up? There has to be more than one cock. Uh, what do we? What no, we? there's there's the dildo, and then there's Mister Phillips. What's the other one? Yeah, we we're just talking about the other. Oh one. yeah, well this one's in the document. Where she talks about how Sally Jupiter goes on to say how she's never seen right, so Hooded Justice's it's, it's cock. In, on, I mean, we had a full diagram of a cock. So I think that gives... If, that's a lot of weight to will, some. If Hooded Justice was Will, his cock could give him away. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I thought about the same thing. I was like, dude, that totally falls into your car, yeah. man. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> like, you can't, like, certain people gotta watch whose cock, who sees that. Yeah. 100%. Um... And just to keep this clean so it's not explicit <laughs> on Anchor, we're talking about Cock McDaniels. Cock McDaniels of the Watchmen universe. Uh, we'll hit it, up. it comes up a lot in this. Totally. Um, all right, so after the uh, cock joke that Sally Jupiter gives, um, she goes on uh, in the document, Petey goes on to describe how in 1948. Uh, the comedian visited uh, Sally Jupiter and started an affair because she was married to the group's PR agent at the time. And that how that's the that's how we get the birth of uh, Lori Uspechik, who is now Agent Blake. Um, she was raised to become the second Silk Spectre until 1977, the Keen Act, um, which outlawed vigilanteism. Uh, I think that's the word. Vig- yeah. Vigilantism. Vigilantism. <laughs> and in 1985, um, she found out how the comedian was her real father. And then she started to go in by the comedian, which is just a little bit different. Comedian. Sp- it's like at the end, it's I-E-N-N-E-N, which I don't, maybe I'm pronouncing that wrong, but I mean, what the hell? So she starts going by that name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Until until she's captured in uh, Oklahoma with uh, Daniel Dryberg, um, 
the second night out who we spoke about in the last pdpedia episode probably at length no probably the one before that number three um so it it, it explains how she was offered the plea plea deal um so the reason why she's not in jail how dry well the you know how dryberg is is because she agreed to become a special agent for the anti-vigilante task force um you know she, now she just makes a living setting up fake batmans and <laughs> stuff. yeah yeah <laughs> guys who think they got uh some moves she's a narc yeah she's basically a narc i'm a narc but she's such a cop she's yeah, a cop yeah narc. god damn it her cop cop, cop voice. Narcs are a thing it's you can you uh, can be a narc you can be a cop you can be a cop narc yeah it's the it's the worst when you're both um all right uh and the so pd goes on to say how in the actual um american hero story he watched says that the filmmaker uses a lot of cuts close-ups on blood splatter and essentially uses this sexual assault as a jumping board for hooded justice instead of giving weight to the actual event Mm -hmm. which i thought was a Good real world tie in uh, this movement that we've seen uh, kind of lately in Hollywood where like remember in like 90s movies, 80s, 90s movies, movies, the catalyst is always like they killed my wife. <laughs> like, they snatched my die hard to my wife. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It, it all starts because something, something, my wife, mm-hmm. you know, and there's been a huge movement against that uh, because essentially it's using uh, women violence as a catalyst to a man's story. That's the argument. Whether you agree with it or not, that's what it is. Is Hollywood. there women stories where men are tied up? No. Let's do it. I'm down with that. That's cool. My husband. My hu- <laughs> yeah, like, fuck it. I'm no. not against that. I'm not yeah. going to feel tar- target. I think that's how we... We have to give the other side its, its time, and then we normalize everything, and yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah. As long as you normalize it, uh, and it's done well, I think I want to go totally see pass. a double feature... Bruce Willis's wife is captured. Yep. I need to go find her. And then, like, Halle Berry's husband's captured, and I got to go find him. I got to kill a bunch of guys. I want to see yeah. both of those same night, same, like, my, I'm on my date. Yeah. I got popcorn. We get a break in the middle. We get a sandwich. Totally. Why can't I live in that world? That'd be a good double feature. That's what I'm saying. Why isn't yeah. Halle Berry saving her husband? Yeah. Why is no? Is Why that are these badass? I mean, I don't think it is. What badass woman not, is saving her husband? We need to go into production tomorrow on a. I don't even care at this point who it is. Dude, Uma Thurman saving her husband. I'll see that all day. I guess Kill Bill was kind of like a. She wanted a to kill it. She wanted to kill that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was like a woman after I mean, her husband. Oh, yeah, and totally. He was, he was doing totally. it. Totally. Um. I imagine in this universe, if Angela, if something happened to good old uh, Calvin, Angela's killing some people. She's getting Calvin back, you know? Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, So, Agent Petey, uh, back to the uh, memo in this Petey-Petey episode, (laughs) uh, says that um, all of this sexual assault is shot through Hooded Justice's view. Um, and he refers to the, uh, shot of him having sex with, uh, Captain Metropolis, which was a long shot in the episode, uh, as far as, like, length. Uh, I feel like we got, we did get a solid minute mm. of this guy ramming another man. Uh, to the point where he's like, don't look at me. Yeah, yeah. Like, dialogue. <laughs> there was, there was a good conversation that they had. That's how long they were having sex on screen. Um... 
Petey thinks that this is, uh, he kind of gives like kudos to uh, the filmmaker by saying that like he's happy that there's a LGBTQAI plus. Those are all the letters in the That's document. A That's shit, a lot of dude. letters. Um, it's real though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but he goes on to say how he's happy that that representation uh, is the protagonist um, in this you know major series, but also that he doesn't think that the director, whose name is J T March, uh, he he lacks the tools to tell such a hard story, um, and that essentially is how. Uh, Agent PD ends this with a quick insult to that guy, just telling the FBI to like keep their heads up, stay sensitive to Agent Blake this week. Um, I think this so document. So she's watching this and is gonna like react to it. I assume so. That's why he's been like kind of. I mean, you don't really see much of him, but yeah, he's he's just been popping his head in. I mean, at least that last episode popped his head in. I wonder if they're still having sex. I wonder if they'll get another shot of that. I hope. <laughs> I hope they'll do. They're they're both on this like assignment in Oklahoma. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And it's like that might keep them quiet. I might not talk on the chick I was sleeping with. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's she might that, be playing a game. Yeah. He might desire that more information kind of from her, you know, like mm. I'm gonna get in there deep. <laughs> not just figuratively, but literally. Yeah. I gotta get in, I gotta play both sides. She loves me. And I get info. Um, oh, you're in there so deep, you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> Hacking your computer right now. Again, shout out to uh, Dustin Ingram, the real life Agent Petey, who uh, at least is somewhat paying attention to us out here doing the Petypedia files. Uh, thank you, you probably for so listening. innocently liked our post, and then now we think it's like hey, it's a big deal. thing. It's a big thing to us. If you're watching our show. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us where you I got, got the video. I got too hyped. I got too. I like. I hyped it up too much. It wasn't going to be that big, so I like had to let it die. But if you're watching our show, listening to our show, like at least tweet us something that shows that, and then we'll bring you on the show. Hey, and a ri- the original version of this episode had a hot sauce pitch. It did. And we had a solid hot sauce pitch that we are going to. We're going to hey, bring it back. I think it's time to bring it back. Hey, bring it back. If you're still listening, I think. Uh, right. Thank you. Here's the deal. Hooded Justice, you're talking about Hooded Justice. Yep. If I'm wrong this week, there's zero consequence to my being wrong, which right. means bullshit. That's not right. It's not going to be a good episode. Yeah. It's going to be nothing. Nothing happens. So, hot sauce is even just a metaphor to what this could be. Yep. But there needs to be a consequence. And me eating some really spicy hot sauce in a wing or something because I was wrong would make it right. Yep. So... Any hot sauce companies out there? If you run some type of sauce company, company, I mean something that even if you're a company that is something that could be a good like this penalty, like yeah, I mean like let's not get weird about no, it. No, let's like, not get too weird. Hot sauces, pickled frogs, pickled frogs. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really lost for There has to be a consequence. No, if you are somebody hot who produces something that right now. we would feel safe we're... eating. Uh, and you think that half our calls are bullshit? Annie up, and let's see what happens. Yeah, it's a big. Th- <laughs> you know, what I your mean? Spon- basically your sponsorship is on the concept of us failing. Yeah, you're betting against us. Hey, and we are accepting all. And like, betters. we're talking like two bottles of hot sauce. That ain't a lot of money. 
It's not like he has a lot of product. No. You could probably <clears> use it in one bottle of hot but sauce. But we'll shoot a video. We'll, we'll shout you out on this. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if it's hot enough, maybe we might whimper a little Every bit. Every hot sauce <laughs> will recreate the smiley face with the blood falling on Ooh, it, but with hot sauce. That's hot. That's hot. Yeah, and we can do it. We're filmmakers. Um, well, that's, that's a guarantee like a on top shoot. of me or Litho eating the hot sauce. Totally. So, yeah, if you think we're bullshit, uh, at least our calls, uh, you can hit us up on All Along the Watchmen on all social media platforms. Um, we will be bringing to you uh, more episodes. There is no Adrian invite on the Earth Moon, so we have to continue to watch. Yep. Um, that's, that was a thing. <laughs> that was a total thing. When he went on the moon, I was like, here's my podcasting career down, <laughs> down the pooper. <laughs> totally. But, uh, well, I'm, uh, Litho Freeman. I'm Anthony Trevlante, and you could keep tabs on us on the Twitter and on the Instagram at all on the Watchmen. Twitter is kind of our, our main, our main go-to right now, but we'll be all over the place soon. And you could expect different levels of quality of our performances over the next couple of weeks hey, <laughs> we're gonna be there with you either way um it's episode five we got six seven eight and nine what on the way see i uh, here's i think we have a lot of predictions down i think we have a lot of thoughts down but like where's where's the left turn there's a lot of episodes left if you think about it. Like, there's not that much to unfold in four episodes. Maybe, no. maybe not. But I don't think so. I think, like, you're going to get to the bottom of, like, Angela's history. And then it's, I mean, there's, like, things to happen, but it's, like, we still don't know what's going on with um, the girl in the tower lady. Our left turn, I think, is going to come second to last episode because we got that three-day timeline that Lady True and Will were speaking about. I think that's, like, the left. And I don't think we're going to see, like, all of it play out. But that leads to second, I mean, you know, second season. I'm, I also, I maybe called this in the other episode, but Dr. Manhattan, last episode, appearing, Adrian Veidt with him. It's going to be a big bada-bing into the next season. I think they're already signed out of the next season, so we at least, hmm. I mean, you got some more time with them. Yeah. And if you hate us, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go. All, All right. right, I gotta go. See you guys. Uh, talk to you later. Who makes the world? Perhaps the world is not made. Perhaps nothing is made. Perhaps it simply is, has been, will always be there. A clock without a craftsman. <laughs> <laughs>